Hey, it's June 15th, 2016, and you're listening to today's episode of Wi-Fi Coffee Ambition. Welcome listeners to Radio for the Person in the Journey, Radio for the Go-Getters, Radio for the Entrepreneurs. And we want to celebrate you before you hit the mountaintop, because there's a lot of cool stories from start to finish. Am I right? Yeah, we have a special guest today in the absence of our Bella. We have Fabian Gomez. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? From Harlem, the Heights. Where would you say you're from? Uh, I guess I was born and raised in Harlem, but I guess Jersey grew me. Okay, Jersey Jersey grew you. Jersey grew me, But you rap who? When chicks like, yo, where you from? I say Jersey now. Oh, nice, nice, nice. We appreciate it. We appreciate the love. I say Jersey. So Fabian Gomez is an aspiring filmmaker. Yes. And the person responsible for who the F is this podcast. Oh, that's right. You don't curse, right? I don't curse. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> they know that's a lie. <laughs> She's trying to say live podcast. I tried she not to. She goes, I don't curse. She just said about podcast. She was like, nigga, this motherfucker. That's crazy. <laughs> Get as close as you want to the mic, baby. Okay, and, okay, but okay. what's up, man? Tell us about yourself. What's going on? Um, I'm an inspired filmmaker, like you said. Okay. Right now, I'm working on a project. Um, still working on the script, but yeah. hopefully to be shooting soon. Maybe October, November. Wait until like, it gets a little cooler, a little better. I'm a fall guy. Uh-huh. I can't be out in the sun like this. I'll be dying. Like, nah. I'd rather work, know my production, what I need to be done in the summer. By hopefully October, November, start rolling. Okay. Now, question. What's your favorite part of the process? Writing, directing. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite part of the process? My favorite part would definitely be directing. Okay. Yes. So you cinematography, like cinematography mainly. Getting okay. the picture. Getting my image, my image out there to be seen. I the way see. I want it to be seen. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been um, filmmaking? Um, I've been actually acting for a little bit and doing a couple little roles. I actually have like one that came out recently. Uh, but mainly I've been doing this. Can you highlight like it or you can't talk yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, I can highlight my boy. Talk about uh, it. <laughs> It's <laughs> um, this film I did, did um, Everything Starts From Now. My Everything boy, Starts From Now. Yes, it started by my, fo- my boy Felly Fame. From, I don't know if you heard from him. No, we want to get him up here. Yeah. Because I saw a, ver- a very interesting article where he wanted to donate money. Oh, yeah. You also saw back to him. I know him. Yeah, oh, he okay, wanted okay. to donate money back to the school where he grew up. Oh, yeah. And the school wouldn't accept the money based upon what they thought or yeah. based upon his image or his brand. Uh, and I think that's kind yeah. of... Um, Kind of messed up. Very messed up. But, hey, I'm sure he's going to keep trying. No, he's going to keep going. I should definitely tell him to come through. Definitely. No, we're going to yeah, get him, him to come him. through. I want That's my friends right yeah. there. We've been working on a project, too. We do, I do music on the side here and there. Okay. We did some music here and there. Um, you know some dollar signs. That's the brand right there. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, we, so we started this uh, film last year. Uh, filmed it over the summer. And we recently just released it. Well, we did a little preview showing like two months ago. Right. I don't think he released it yet. It will be soon. Okay. But um, I liked how it turned out. Pretty much is a good like action, drama, kind of suspenseful movie that we try to build up. So is he also a filmmaker? Because yeah, I he thought he was a rapper. Fil- no, he's a rapper and a filmmaker. That guy's an entrepreneur. Don't sleep on I him. I love it. I that love kid, when people wear several hats. That kid works. I give him that. That's nothing. His dream, this dream that he's had. Uh-huh. Yo, this kid would not stop chasing it. I respect that so much. Well, big ups to you and your new movie role. Thank you. Thank and Felly, you. is it Felly Fam or Felly Fame? Felly Fame. Felly Fame. Felly fame. And big ups to people who just wear multiple hats. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's necessary. Why, I had a mentor who told me once, from nine to five, you make your living. From five until you make your fortune, right? Okay. So okay. the fortune you're passionate about, the living is the thing that most people are going to know. you. Hey, aren't you the guy who works over at the... Uh, blah, blah, blah. But that's not ever what defines you, right? No. Nah, so nah, then there's nah, this nah. weird conversation you have when someone meets you and they hey what do you do yeah. do i tell them about the thing that you work at where i work or yeah. do i tell them about the thing that i feel is going to get me my first meal that's tricky it's that's an interesting it depends honestly it, it depends it depends on the situation where you at if it's something that what you want to do for like your full dream and you you meet somebody that actually might help you right or you could collaborate with a project with you tell them that but you meet somebody <coughs> that is just like Eh, you, you know, you meet some dude at the club, and like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you know, I do this or that. You know, like if you feel like you have no interest, like that, it depends. It all really depends on the situation, really. Because mm-hmm. you do have, you need a nine to five. I don't want to hear like, oh, I'm a, I don't know, like, <laughs> I'm an artist, but you live in this, you don't even have one. I don't know. It's just some weird shit to it. It's just like, <laughs> nah, this is a boundary to it. But. Right, and then also it's so funny because you don't want to share your goals with everyone because some people are just like so negative. You're like, I'd rather not share this with you because yeah, yeah. the first thing There's you're going to say yeah. <laughs> is why I can't get it done. Especially, especially around New York and around our Ugh. area. We're so just like, my nigga, this is what I do. Leave me alone right now. Like, you just had those days. You yeah. might have something in a bad day, but sometimes it's just, it's all it depends. It really, it really depends, it honestly. Depends. It really depends, especially if you. And I think that goes to show why it's so important to just be fluid. Like, there's no black or white in any situation, right? Wait, what do you there's mean? There's no then? black or white. There's no. And like I hate when people ask, "What should I do in this situation?" It depends. You got to be one oh, of yeah, those people yeah, that yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. So we are to the next part of the show for our Black Majesty moment. We have someone to highlight. Her name is Deborah Hughes. Cool thing about Deborah Hughes is she is the what's the proper title for her? She is the not the chief operating officer. But she is the like vice president or something. I want to give her the proper title because what she's doing is super, super, super cool. So there's a homeless shelter in Boston. And what they're doing is they're empowering teenagers, not just teenagers in general, but teenage girls in an unprecedented way. And what they're doing is they're teaching them coding. I mean, coding for apps, coding for video games. Um, coding for small programs they're using very advanced programs like scratch and python and she's the um shelter's actually executive director and she's spearheading this whole project i just want to give it up to her because the digital divide is real like in the early 90s i get it everyone didn't have a computer they were huge they cost a lot of money yeah yeah and now we think oh because laptops are 250 300 you know you don't have to have an apple you can go get some kind of microsoft or whatever random brand is on sale at you know costco or best buy i don't know i don't know how i feel about that hey bigs of her teaching kids uh this is like where like is it like where in boston is this like how the is this dorchester community? area which we all know is oh, the yeah. hood oh so she's teaching coding like she teaches them coding okay. technology okay like, because well, everything is at base now and it's kind of this weird space where yeah. you For know to track your banking account while you was uh, <laughs> just trying to get trying to pay a bill in there and you get your whole shit taken away from true but everyone <laughs> uses apps right yeah so either consumer or your creator. You yeah. can pay someone for an app or you can have an app where people pay you. That's what's up, though. But it's like, eh, I don't trust that shit. Nah. You don't? Either you know coding 
Or you either, I don't know, I feel like you have to know that shit. Yeah, and they're, te- they're getting people started. Life. At least getting them interested so they know. Huh. Hey. Big ups to her. Big ups, but. I'm very ready, happy. Hey, we're ready being tracked by our cell phone, so what the hell, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it, but you know. Let's just track us already more. tracking us like crazy. <laughs> understand? No, but the cool thing is, though, you, there's always a byproduct to something that you do. So, of course, you may, on the surface, it just looks like, oh, a technology project for kids but you know there are young women in the program who said it's cool because shit they've made new friends mm-hmm. many of whom know exactly what i'm going through meaning i mean they're in a homeless shelter so uh, think about oh, these, the are homeless kids. these are homeless young teenage girls okay. so already in school you're ostracized because you don't get off the bus where everybody else gets off the bus you ha- no boys no guys why not Oh, so she's teaching girls coding? Yes. Oh, that's just fucking sexy. Oh, you Hold just up. said this, hey. just, this just changed the fucking game. Hold the fuck up. Think so, about so Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold closer up. to the mic. I'm getting closer, but I'm about to get loud. because I'm. Why? What bothers I you? I don't know. It just bothers Why? Why got to be all girls? Why not? Why can't you build it? It's a, a male-dominated society as it is. Believe it. It happens. I went to school for IT, Syracuse, four years. Okay. In all of my classes, I might have been in classes of maybe 25 students. But why is that? How many females? Maybe three. Maybe. I was three if I was lucky. Okay. But why aren't girls more into technology then? Exactly. Who knows? The way the system is set up, you know? How is the system set up? Women are socialized in a certain way. Women are socialized to cook. They're still socialized to clean. Everybody's socialized to do something, but everybody still could do what the hell they want to do, especially They in can, but in the United States, many cultures, we understand, from the get-go, women do this and guys do that. As, as sexist as it sounds, it's still enforced. It is, It's but still expected. So she's just doing something out of the norm and saying, hey, girls, you don't have to just cook clean. Boom, 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 boom. I feel you on that, but not every girl's like that, honestly. I every feel like girl's, girl's not like that. Ugh. But... It's still Mo- out there. The stigma still exists. And put it like that. Old school moms. True. But not for nothing, let's talk about it. Let's really talk about it. Every woman's not like that. But every woman's expected to do that plus. And just how you meet a dope chick, a man to do something. It's true. But shit. if you meet a dope chick, you want her to not only fuck you good, Absolutely. but also cook clean, be a great mom, nurture your kids, all whoa, of that. Whoa, 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 Guys whoa, whoa. can just be breadwinners. That's Hey, that's some people. That's not me, though. Maybe not you, That's not but me. in the grand scheme, of I things, do expect her to fuck good and at least be clean. Not just cooking be clean. Cook. Oh, no. so she doesn't have to cook? You can take her out every day. Take her out. I love that. Oh, I like I like to cook too. Oh, okay then. So you're different. So either way, as long as it's clean, I'm but very think about freak. if you have ten friends in a room, eight of them want a chick to be superwoman while they can just bring the bread home. That's their problem. I'm but I'm just saying, <laughs> we're talking about statistics. That's statistics all we're talking about. Some, I don't know. It's that's some you disagree? Shit. I do disagree. I don't see that much into. I see a lot of it, and I'm a female. I feel it. I experience yeah. it. I know for a fact. I have friends who are in corporate America, making two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. At the end of the day, they can do all of that. When they come home, they're still expect, expected to be superwoman. Did the kids eat? Did they do this? Do they do that? They stay home with the kids. Husband goes out to the strip club. Why? I don't know. It happens. Why? How you know he's going to the strip club? Okay, I know for we know he's Probably going. He doesn't keep it a secret. They're married. Like, yeah, it's not a shit. problem. Why don't you go to the strip club with him? 
Even she, with moms, you know, something. Somebody has to stay with children, their parents. The grandparents. See, that is, that's another debate in itself, how yeah, people take advantage of grandparents. <laughs> it's not right. But anyway, <laughs> big ups to Deborah Hughes and the folks over at the Brookview House in Dorchester area of Boston who are teaching young teenage girls how to code. It's so important. There's a huge digital divide. And um, this is one of my favorite parts of the show we're going to segue to. It's the no ego portion of the show. Because obviously, our generation is so used to highlighting themselves on Instagram and Snapchat. And everyone's winning. And everyone wants to flash what they have. But nobody wants to talk about the moment where they felt insecure. The female who didn't feel pretty. No one wants to talk about that. But we want to humble ourselves and say, that's what connects us. Okay. I feel. Sometimes those low points connect us. All of us have been curved by the chick we love. All of us have not gotten the job that we really wanted. But let's talk about it. No one ever talks about it. So let's <laughs> dig deep. So I'd love for my guests to share a no ego moment, Fabe. Because you you're, cool, you're a cool dude. I think on the surface, chicks look at you and they're probably like, well, he's got a lot going on for himself. He's got a 95. He's in film school. He's handsome. A little swag. Hey, thank you. Give us a moment when you took a loss. A loss, a loss. I, 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 then, I, you know, anytime you felt a little insecure, you're like, damn, you gotta check yourself. Like, am I Fabian Gomez? I am remember, I still like I always remember this one time, though. Uh, I was back when living in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> living in New York, I like this girl. Like, I really, really like this girl. This Puerto Rican chick. Uh-huh. She's like, are she really developed? And she I was like, God damn, this girl look bad. How old were you? Oh. She was really developed. We were like 14. <laughs> okay, we 14, got it. But she had body. She had body on. I was like, yo, God <laughs> Damn, I was like, shit, this guy got a body and all right. this stuff. So, I'm telling you, like, because in New York and back in the school system, it was like that, like, literally elementary shit where this, the people in your first homeroom class, you have mm-hmm. class with the whole fucking day. Got shit. it. Because they separated the school in New York that we were in. We had it by modules and shit. Mm-hmm. So, me and her, we actually spent the whole sixth grade through eighth grade, me just having a huge ass fucking crush on her and shit. Eighth grade, when she was like, pow, pow, and I was like, God damn, this girl, you know, got it all and shit. Now, did you only like her because she had a crazy body? Like, can we describe something nah, else you liked me about her? Me, we were real cool. We all like, we hung out okay. the same friends. She had like a brilliant that. mind. Yeah, beautiful she was smart. eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's highlight yeah, those yeah, things yeah, maybe yeah. just a little bit. No, she had that little, <laughs> she had that Puerto Rican gel hair poured to the side on the oh forehead. You know, <laughs> she I'm, had I'm the baby hands? Oh, yeah, she had the oh, baby hands. And then she had the right soup? There by the got phone, it, you know, okay. Almost got to get in that emo look. Too, but you know, you still got <laughs> that sexy Latina like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sabi, you know, and shit like that. Okay. Got the Fresh J's on back then, you know, you had your Fresh J's, your nice tight jeans, little belt, apple bottoms. I was like, God damn, this girl had it all. But she was also smart. Like, she was one of the smartest girls in the class. Very funny, very like you know, like she, she felt like one of like you know homies too. At the same you time. liked her. I liked her a lot. I liked her a lot. So, <laughs> look at guys. So if you could see him, he's like, blushing. What's her name? Is she out there? You think she's out there listening? Keisha. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. She's from New York. Or you think she's, is she single now? Do you stalk her on know. Facebook? I haven't seen her oh, since okay. I moved to Jersey. Honestly, Damn. okay, go ahead. So long. Um, so yeah. So I was like, yo, I don't know how I'm gonna. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm young as fuck. I'm like, yo, how am I gonna talk to like you know? get it out there you know like you know fuck it like i need to tell her like this is that time where i just like had to be open about it yeah so one time i came home i don't know why i just felt inspired so i wrote a song okay i wrote a song i remember i was taking a shit and i was just writing that shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm there i'm just writing like oh i'm feeling it i'm trying to get my usher on at the time you know get my omari on get in, get deep into my soul and right. shit right write it whatever da, da, da. i felt like this was like a grammy nominated song that i just wrote to this girl whatever next day so my man's like my best friends one of my best friends back in new york he was like yo my man i gotta tell you something real quick 
He's like, what's up? He goes, Alexa, Keisha likes me. Like she and she came out to him, and I was like, oh. I was like, I was like, I, and the outside, I'm like, it's cool, bro. Don't, don't trip. Ain't nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Deep down, I was like, this motherfucker. I was like, yeah. you fucking asshole. Why'd you do it? Like, in my, you know, these yeah. Shit. So I'm just like, yeah, this is some bullshit. Now I'm like, I look at the song, like, ah, oh, fuck, but I know it's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, get close uh, to the mic. Get close. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, the, get intimate. Headphones get intimate with too. the mic. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah. But now, so I felt like, I was like, damn, I was actually felt one first time I felt heartbroken, honestly. I was like, damn. Really? Oh, so you never got the girl? Nah, I didn't get her. Did your friend get the girl? He did. Everybody he wants did. a Keisha. He did. Just damn. like the girl in Belly. Everybody wants a Keisha. Yeah. Needs a Keisha. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. It wasn't meant it to wasn't. be. You've met really cool girls Unless like Keisha since then. On, yeah, yeah? yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, she was just the first. Yes. Okay. And how'd you feel? How'd you get over it? I moved to Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's always happens. Some of the best stuff comes out of like a heartbreak, right? You switch it up. You moved to Jersey. Jersey, You became the new kid in school and everybody wanted to talk to you. That's cool. Right? It was cool. See how that works? Now, when I first moved here to Jersey, everybody compared me to some nigga. I was like, I'm not him. I'm not him. My name is Fabian Gomez. No. Yo, the fuck? Like, not every Dominican kid looks the fucking same. Where's the city you moved to first? Lodi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, were you one of a few? Nah, not one of a few, but at the time it was a very Italian town. Oh, got it. Still right. is, but I feel like it's very diverse now. I feel like a lot of part of Jersey is very diverse. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like everybody's moving up because New York is changing too. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Gentrification is real. For real. You look at home now compared oh to God. back then. Yeah. I grew up in the Dipset area days. Yeah. So they were still filming, um, what's that movie that, um, fuck. That movie that they did uh, with Cameron. And uh, whatever. I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of the title mm-hmm. of the movie, but with yeah. one of my favorite actors from um, from the HBO show. Yeah, Paid in Full. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Paid in Full. They started filming that by my blog. They did a lot of stuff, a lot of filming. Okay. Yeah. So you saw a lot. Yeah, they always had like the theater trucks parked up by my by Riverbank. Did that Riverside. help spark your interest in yeah, film? Yeah, I always you think? saw a lot of film going on around New York, so I always wanted like I look pretty dope and stuff yeah. like that. And I actually remember too. They filmed one of the episodes of The Sopranos mm-hmm. in front of my mom's salon in Newark. Very my mom cool. was telling me, like, oh, they're, about, they're filming something in my salon, all this stuff. So they're doing, like, a week worth of production there. Yeah. Oh, no, not a week. I'm sorry. But, like, two or three days. So I went that Saturday. And my mom goes very early to work. Like, she'll be there at 7 in the morning ready to open up her shop. Yeah. And they were shooting early. So they told us we had to wait a little bit. And so... Later on, I see the I didn't I never saw the actual episode. Okay, because I never had HBO and I never knew like oh the Sopranos are like I was that into it at the time. You yeah, know, I was very young. Later on, and during time, I'm watching the Sopranos, and I see my mom's salon. I'm like oh there shit, this is this part of that. If my mom would have known what they were filming, she would have had a heart attack. There was <laughs> there was bashing stuff <coughs> through his head right in front of oh him. Oh my and stuff. god! And I was like oh this is crazy. Gruesome. But it was lit though. Crazy. But that just goes to show that um, out of a, a terrible loss, you know, we move on and things get a bit better. Shout out to Keisha. Keisha. If you're out Keisha. there listening, Keisha. Fabian's still single. Yeah. You know, Keisha might be single. Hopefully. Hopefully she's not knocked up. So. Oh, uh, no kids. No kids. Nah. So you wouldn't no date kids. a chick with kids? I would, but hopefully. No, you preferably prefer, not to? I prefer. Mm. Interesting. I prefer. Interesting. No drama. Standards. I like them. So next is the life and times, current events. We like to talk about what's going on in our world. Um, 
unfortunately, we had one of the deadliest shootings in U.S. history Sunday morning in Orlando, Florida. That's I crazy. think everybody's heard about this when a gunman named Omar Mateen gunned down 49 people at oh, a gay nightclub. I thought it was 50. Oh, 50 is him then. Uh, yeah, so maybe he might be okay, the 50th, okay. but at a gay nightclub in Orlando. It was uh, called the deadliest mass shooting in the United States and the nation's worst terror attack since 9-11, according to CNN. Uh, what were your reactions sad. when you heard about it? Honestly, I woke up the next day, probably around 3 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. My boys came over and stuff like that. He goes, oh, you just woke up, huh? So you didn't even know what just happened. Like, yeah. yeah. What you mean what happened? And what's, what's crazy even more, mm -hmm. actually, that night, I was actually out with my boys and shit. We were out in the city. And I'm like getting, I'm getting a drink and shit, and I'm leaning over. Yeah. And some dude like did that swipe ass shit, and I'm like, yo, no, he didn't. Man, I swear to God. You think it was a mistake or? Nah, cause <gasps> I nah, I, I felt the whole world. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I turned around, I'm like, yo. Oh no. I ain't a homophobe, but that's just some disrespectful shit. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Did right now, my nigga. And so he was like, oh, and he tried to like, you know, say something, but then I just had that thought, and I'm like, why would he do some shit like that? You know? Are like, you sure it was on purpose? I hope not. Oh, okay. okay. Shit. But yeah, I was just like, whatever. Go home. Wake up at three in the three in the afternoon. See fifty dead and fifty three wounded. I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. A gay club, and apparently he was a regular. You know, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he was considered a regular or if he was like casing the joint. I yeah, don't know if they've figured. got the I, details be, correct. Yeah. I mean, he could have been a regular. Who knows? To case it. Yeah, yeah. But Who yo, knows? But, but the stories. Yeah. That I, the I stories of the hearing, people. I keep seeing on Instagram. I keep seeing on Twitter. It's mm -hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah, and I think what's so unfortunate is that the media tries to pin it or they try to pin. Like any gay club I've ever been to has been the most welcoming space. As far as it didn't matter if I was straight and it didn't matter if they were gay. They were very welcoming as opposed to straight clubs. You get the ice grills. You get the people judging you. You get the clicks. You get the I'm in VIP and you're not. Mm -hmm. That's I find gay clubs to be the most welcoming of everyone as opposed to the opposite. Yeah. I mean, you may not have frequented. No. <laughs> but <laughs> I have. I went to one in Brazil. Uh, New York City, I frequented a few times with friends. And it's just a place where of like they care about everyone. Because I think yeah. sometimes if you're the person who's discriminated against, how can you go and discriminate against others? Yeah. So you're that much more welcoming to understanding yeah. of people's differences. And it's like very relatable because that could happen to anybody. Exactly. That could exactly. Happen, at a club. Mm -hmm. That could have been, been a straight club for anybody cares. No, it's honestly. Going, it, it affects or, everyone. It affects everybody. Like, it affects really? Everyone. We can't be safe at a club now? Like, because... I would think the first two bangs, you think that's part of like the music, but once you hear, he had a uh, what an assault rifle. Yeah. First of all, honestly, Americans, nobody in America should have an assault rifle. What the fuck you need an assault rifle for? If you're for? not military, right, yeah. where are you using that? What the fuck? You're not you killing mean? deer what? with it. What? Like, are you're you not me? taking out a burglar at your home. A bullet will do great to anything. Yeah. You good. You either, you might, you you will die. Yeah. But then you always have a chance to survive. But yeah. Then, um, a rifle what you know, i think it's very interesting too in the gun control in other states nah, compared man. to new jersey i mean in new jersey they're pretty um strict oh yeah they're very strict new jersey but still in new jersey because i have a gun license you can 
That's a purchase two handguns within ninety days. Handguns mean gun? semi-automatics. You got a gun? My father told me never to disclose that to anyone. Ooh, <laughs> if I do or if I don't, so you lit. I plead the fifth. <laughs> but you can uh, purchase once you get your license. <laughs> once you get your license, you can purchase two semi-automatic handguns within ninety days. After that, you can purchase no more in the state of Jersey. Done. Yeah. But you can buy as many rifles. As you want. So I in can New have Jersey? In New Jersey. Holy shit. You can have an unlimited amount of rifles, but you can only have two semi-automatic handguns. So I can get by a 357. I can buy a 9mm 42, 9mm Glock 19. Oh, you know but, guns, but I can girl. only Damn. buy two of those. But if I want to go and buy rifles, I can have a rack of those, a closet full what? of those. I find it really interesting. And so then you have places like Walmart where, you know, you can just pick one behind a glass and you no license or anything. You just walk in and get it and walk out in like North Carolina. It's very interesting to me. Holy shit. You just yeah. really blew my mind. You just named some crazy ass guns. No, I don't even I know did these not. guns. These are standard issue the police even, officer I don't, I don't walks around like with that. them. I don't, I don't carry guns. I, don't, I have no guns, nothing. Well, you're, so you're, I don't know guns like that. Your mind is your weapon. Yeah, you're right. My mind is my weapon. But that's crazy though. Nah, but they need to really like, do you, honestly, do you think it's like some conspiracy theory? I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like, do you, do you think Trump might be somewhere involved? Because this just helped him out so much more. And this is some crazy fucking shit. I don't think it's conspiracy. I think it's just just hateful people out there. But that was, yo, there was mad people ready to attack the gay parade. Like, did you hear about the dude But I LA? think that has a lot to do with the journalism as well and the ignorance of people who want to quickly target this as an Islamic thing yeah. or quickly yeah. categorize this as a ISIS thing. Like, let's just say this one individual had problems. He was crazy. He should have never had access to guns like that, and he killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Let's not say the nation of Islam. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not label a group of people. Then you have ignorant people who are like, Right away, label them as terrorists. Right, or already labeling anybody with an AH, Fatima, any, you know, let's, let's check their bags at the yeah, airport. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem. You have that, then you have lack of education with the people. And then those same people who were like, let's make America great again. It's just really a scary time, hmm. which is all the more reason that I believe people should own guns. Yeah. Because there may be some kind of revolution here, and should. I don't want to be not armed. Yeah, do yeah, you? No, you know what? Do you want something to happen? You ain't got anything in your crib? That's what I'm about crib? to do when I get home tonight, girl. <laughs> oh, shit. I can show you the paperwork. It's yeah. very, it's not Send hard. As long as you pass the mental exam, they do, they do a background check and all that I'm stuff. Good. I'm good on that. You seem all right, but you never can tell with people nowadays. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Kidding. Nah, but that's some crazy shit, though. But, but it's like, cool. We came together. I will say I'm happy that the nation came together to the point where One Blood, which is a local bank in Orlando, the lines were so long, they had to tell people. Uh, people were willing and so happy to come and down and donate blood. They need the O positive, the O negative, and the AB plasma. But they got so many donations that they need to tell people to come back and make appointments. So that's pretty cool. That's good. That the people banded together. Um, also, the cast of Hamilton, the night it happened, you know, the very popular play. It's sold yeah, out him, sold out now to like next even year. Won a, a Grammy too. Yes, they yeah. won Grammys, all that stuff. The cast decided that night they're going to use no muskets, no guns, anything like that to show support for the people of Orlando who are affected. Yeah, that. So that's awesome. Yeah, Man, that dude is a fucking genius. He's a genius. That dude is a genius. He's a genius. I want, did you see his play? Like I have not seen I, it. I'm every day off. I try to do the lottery early in the morning. Why? So shows are like that. No, the tickets, uh, second and third row is about three grand for one Shut ticket. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but they have a lottery. They give out about 20 tickets per day. If you go online, 
It's anonymous. It's a random lottery. 20 people get picked. You get the ticket that day. You go down and see it. Oh, shit. Yeah, and you get them for much cheaper. That's dope. Yeah. So we covered that on a past show. I'll get the info for you again. But on a happier note, the NBA finals are not over. Are you for Cavs? You LeBron? I'm bipartisan. What do you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. I love the game. Okay. I love watching basketball. So what's your team? I'm not a bandwagoner. What's your team? I'm not the type of you winning. Let me come over here. I'm not going to follow LeBron every team he goes to. You know, I just like basketball. I appreciate people for their skill set. If I have to root for a team, I do root for the Knicks. Hey, you got my attention there, You understand? And, I mean, it's a very shallow reason. One, I went to school with Carmelo Anthony. And, two, I have a lot of Syracuse gear because that's where I went to school. And then the Knicks are orange and blue, so yeah. I don't have to buy extra oh, so you just, oh my apparel. <laughs> and they're closest to my house. So. <laughs> She's like, I can't change my colors. No, uh, right. I already got orange. It just only that. makes sense. I but back to black and white for the Nets. Right. <laughs> and I will admit. I love watching the finals, the semifinals, because that's when people really start to, I don't know, push it to the limit. Yeah. Things come out of players they that you've never they seen any yeah. other. They're you know? fouling. They play hard. And these, yeah, but the thing is, these refs, I'm like, it's some confusing shit, though. Like, they're really letting some crazy hack fouls being not called. Like, but I like that. I like that, too. But, nah, that's not how the game is played. You're not going to call foul after foul after foul all season and think that this is how the game is supposed to play. And then when it comes game time, my man is fouling hard as hell. You're like, yo, that's not a foul? I don't go through the mm. line for this? Like, what? Mm. I played all year the right way, and now because it's the last game, you're going to treat me like this? Nah, fuck that. It's a thin line, though. Yeah. And it's Because you got to let them play. This is athlet- Let's do this. This is athleticism. With, with it is. You got to let, let them play like that all year, not just when the last game coming down like that. You're right. see that during the whole play. No, if they did it all year, series. people wouldn't make it to the finals. Hey. Broken knees, oh. torn ACLs. You see Bogata's, uh, how he landed yesterday? I did, ugh, nasty. Nah, chill. It was sure. nasty. Right. But big ups to Clay Thompson. I didn't know he had all those, all that in him. Uh, and Kyrie he Irving. He got Kyrie aggressive. Kyrie Irving. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. Jersey. Shout out. I have a feeling that he had channeled his anger well, from when his girl left him for the party thing. next door. And he said, you know what? Yeah, that would make his ear. Yeah, I'm going to channel that all this energy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you see me now. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Look at me now. Uh, uh, he, look yeah, at he, me he now. Wants, he wants oh. to show you. I know he wants to just pop up on her and just show her that championship ring if he gets it. No, if yeah, he if it. he gets it. No, sure, he won't have to show it to her. Yo, since when do She's the, watching. Yeah, but since when do the Cavs lose back to I mean, um, the Warriors lose back to back. Yeah, you're right. They really have to ball out game six, the Cavs. Let's this see. This is like all out. Let's see. And you know what? I feel like they're also going to try to get to LeBron's head, get him a fragrant. And even if they do win uh-huh. game six, yeah. they're going to have to spell LeBron James yeah. if he gets a fragrant. But we don't know. I don't know the future. So, hey, let's see how game six goes. And that would be pretty fucking interesting. That'd be, I, I, wanted to, I want there to be a game seven. Uh, hell yeah. That's all I want. I want My game God, seven. I, I love care. this I, series. If it goes to game seven, I, 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 I want LeBron to win. Mm-hmm. But be like, all right, cool. I, I pray it goes to a game seven, honestly. But I want LeBron to win. Okay. He's the best player. So we see where your heart lies. He's the best player in the NBA. He's the best player in the NBA. Yes. I'm going to poll our viewers after this show and say, do you think LeBron's the best player in the NBA? See how many people agree with you. I'm pretty sure a lot of bandwagons are going to pick Steph Curry. (laughs) They're going to say I'm crazy and shit, but I don't give a fuck. I feel like one-on-one LeBron will give Curry that sauce. Hmm. Something to ponder on. It is. That was a great game to see, one-on-one. But moving right along, how do you feel about this year's freshman class, Double XL 2016? My boy Lil Uzi Vert is on the cover. 
New Uzi Vert's my dude. That, I like no, him. I Shout out to Vert. He'll be in Jersey next week Word? Where? at Bliss. I don't even frequent that place. Because I think I'm too old and just a little too refined wait, 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 for what it. Is this? I did not hear about this. I think June 20th. I'm going to be there, though. I'm going to have to dumb myself. Out. We're going to roll. Yo, let's go. We're going to roll. Yo, Lil I'm Uzi there. Vert. Yo, you don't understand. I'm really there. Like, Lil Uzi Vert. I'm sorry, it's a Wednesday I night. I listen to enemies every morning just oh, to then, hide me the fuck up. Then, to then, get then to there, work. It is, there it is. There it is. There it is. Now, do you think everyone deserved to be on the cover? Uh, I like this year's list. You like this year's like Kodak this year's Black? List. Yeah. Kodak Black is nice. He's nice. Free Kodak Black, though. Um, back who is I, uh, Dave East? Definitely Dave one of my favorites. Harlem. I love him on the Harlem, Harlem. side of things. <laughs> Harlem. Who is um G Erbo? G Erbo, honestly, I don't know much Chicago's about him. Chicago's G Erbo, I don't either. I don't, know. I don't, I don't listen to much Chicago music unless it's Kanye. Right. Um, who else? Maybe Lupe. Lupe. Um, is Lupe still doing anything right now? Lupe, I don't know. I feel like he's just going and playing his own music, but yeah. I think he'd be tired retired too. Yeah. Um, but this year's list includes Oxnard, California's Anderson. Oh, and Pac Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pac Anderson. Atlanta's 21 Savage, Pompano Beach, Florida's Kodak Black, Philadelphia's Lil Uzi Vert, Chelton Township, Pennsylvania's Lil Dicky, Harlem's, Harlem's Dave East, Carroll City, Florida's Denzel Curry, Brooklyn's Designer, Panda, 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 Chicago's G Herbo, and the 10th spot winner, ATL's Lil Yachty. So Yachty. big ups, <laughs> big ups to the Double XL freshman class. Um, let us know who your favorite is. Visit us on Wi Fi Coffee Ambition on IG. Do you listen to any of them? I do. I really Besides just listen to Dave East okay. and Lil Uzi Vert, and I just maybe because they're the two closest to me. You listen to Kodak? Not really. Yeah, haven't got. To skirt. Besides, what's mainstream? You listen to Skirt? Isn't skirt, that the mainstream? Skirt, skirt, yeah, that might skirt, be it though. That's my shit. I don't know. Designer. You know I, I need to hear something else from Designer. Yeah, I do need to hear something I else need from Designer because hear him live is not the same when you listen on record, but when you listen to Future on record, he sounds the same live. Got it. Okay. And yeah, if you're gonna have that voice, I need to hear the same voice. All <laughs> right. I, I want to hear your raspy ass shit <laughs> and just let the music background play. And you just going having a seizure and shit. That's a lot of that drug uh, culture, but we oh, don't want to talk about that. Speaking of seizure, uh-huh. you heard about Lil Wayne? I did hear about Wayne, but we got to get back to Wayne because our guests. Oh, your guests. In one minute. We are going to speak to our guests. Now, I'm so excited to have this guest this week. They are the founders of Tomo the app. Okay, huge app. So what Tomo does is Tomo allows a person, let's say I meet you, Mm -hmm. and you are on Facebook, Snapchat, you know, uh, Periscope, all these things. Okay. If I add you on my Tomo, I have access to all your social media as opposed to having to individually add you on everything. It's a pretty brilliant idea because who isn't on all of these sites at this point? And if I meet a dude, I want to do some research. So I'm so excited to be able to go on Tomo and say, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because, you know, we all have alter egos on different social media yeah. on snapchat i'm a very different very person different. than i am on my facebook because my past is on facebook you, oh, you so you can't you know i can't give it up the way i do on my snapchat <laughs> oh, wow. but let's get to it i feel you on that though right now we're going to speak to alfonso smith cfo matthew gonzalez 
Chief Managing Officer and Frank Ozaria, CEO of Tomo the App. Let me just give these young men a call. We are super excited to talk to them. But um, in the interim, so this is what we're talking about, the digital divide, apps, software, you know? Yeah. Have you ever thought about creating an app? No, I'm not too smart for that. You're too uh, you well say you're actually, not too smart for that? I don't know how what I would start. Honestly, if I do want to start an app, it'll yeah. be some other shit, but I can't talk about that right oh, now. Oh, okay. You don't want to put your idea out there. It's not patented yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. I don't want nobody to take my ideas. Got it. That's what I want. They're calling on this phone. They're about to call us right now. How do I connect this here? So I'm very excited. So Tomo is the app. T-O-M-O, download it, guys. They're doing big, big, big things. They're also recently the winners of the People's Choice Award for the New Jersey Tech Council. So these are young men from Jersey doing huge things. What part of Jersey? All over. It's a few of them. We're going to ask them. We're okay. going to we we dig in. Okay, okay. But okay. I think they represent Teaneck, New Jersey. They all went to high school together. Okay. Teaneck. Okay. Well, speaking about technology. Teaneck's near uh, Hackensack. I got to give you that link to that Vice episode. Yeah, what happened you on know? that Vice episode? It was pretty dope, though. It was, um, you know, you heard about Edward Snowden? No. The dude that worked for NSA and gave away all the NSA secrets. Oh, saying yes. That, that was years ago. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. So he uh, pretty much um, went back on Vice recently. Mm-hmm. And remember the whole situation with uh, in California with the couple that um I think they bombed something or something like that. And the yes. FBI wanted the Apple to crack into their phone. Yes, yes, like yes. That. He was like, yo, that's total horse shit. The FBI been knew how to crack into our phones. They don't need our permission and shit like that. So pretty much in that show, he actually showed you how like how to take out your selfie camera and all that shit to make it like less of a way that the government could track you and shit. Wait a minute. So at any time oh, at any without time. subpoena. Yeah. The FBI can go into my they probably are, photos. They're listening to this right now. They're probably like, yo, what the fuck y'all talking about? You know what's funny? It's, it's interesting. I want some kind of app that, God forbid I die, all my photos get erased because I have some really nasty shit. But if you die, you, are you really going to Yeah, but your mom's going to be like, what the fuck was my daughter into? Well, she's going to be too sad because you're dead. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but nah, there's some uh, serious shit. Like the hacker deadass, he went he uh, hacked into his um to uh Shane's um I guess colleagues phone while he was in Pakistan. Right. And as he's using his phone, he took a selfie picture of him and showed it and showed him that look, like it's nothing. Went on his Twitter, emails. Cause pretty much what you go through your going through your phone is pretty much like you're reading someone's mind. Yeah. That's how he. That's how he described it. Yeah. So it's like because what you're doing on your phone is you're really much reading that person's mind. So you know what they're doing. Right. They're, oh, our phone is us now. This is this. It's an extension of yourself. That's yeah. why I'll be late to work before I don't arrive. Like arrive on time with no phone. Mm-hmm. I will double back, get the phone, text them I'm running late because of that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it happens all the time for me. I just don't tell them that I'm running late. <laughs> 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 just zero to a hundred. <laughs> My God, what? A society we live in. Yeah, but so it's almost they should have something where like it's gonna be a time where the phone gets implanted in your palm. You're born with it, probably. And then it's just like, you know, a part of your being. It's like a phone implant, a chip. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna use my pinky. 
Dial people shit. that way. Imagine. Do, do, call do, do, mom. Do, do, do. Call mom. That's it. I want holograms. We need holograms. We holograms need if they rose from our hands. Yeah, kind of thing? That would be sick too. Shit. We need some doper shit right now. I feel mm. like we're already supposed to have flying cars. We ain't got that shit. I don't know if I'm ready for flying cars. A lot of I don't think I'm ready for that. There's not ready, enough good not, drivers on the ground. No, what I think we need is like some dope shit where we're not like super high up. Yeah. But we don't have tires. Like it just levitates. Mmm. That would be cool. That would be pretty dope, I think. That would be pretty Some cool. Some levitating shit where you're just probably like three feet off the ground or something. <laughs> think about it. Because we're spending so much fucking money on tires and shit. All these goddamn potholes. <laughs> fucking potholes. So you're thinking flying cars would be better for the environment. Yeah. No more hydroplaning, maybe. Mm. But then there, there's always issues that arise with the new technology. We won't know if we, unless we try. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree Cars with you. Cars fuck up every day. They do. So what's the difference? So do planes. Yeah. But it seems like it's so much more tragic when you're in the air. Yeah. Like plane that's crashes. It, no, but that's different. That's a car crash, you're like, oh, rubberneck a little bit. You keep it moving. Yeah. Plane crash, that's all the, over the news. No, 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 no. We don't need to go thousands and thousands of feet in the air. People are not meant to fly that high. Oh, okay. Only you're just saying feet. six or... I'm talking about like a couple of inches, you know. Gotcha. So we don't need tires anymore. Okay. Here okay. are our guests. Hello, you're on Wi-Fi Coffee and Ambition. How are you this evening? Hello? Hello? Hi, you're on Wi-Fi Coffee and Ambition. Thank you so much for your participation. No problem. How's everything? Everything's great. Now, I'm talking to Mr. Gonzalez, yes? Correct. And who else is on the line? I'm about to put them on the line right now. Give me one second. Okay, let's do it. Hello? Hi. Yeah. Hey, Hello. You're on Wi-Fi Coffee and Ambition. Your name? Uh, my name is Alfonso. Got it. My name is Frank Osorio. Welcome, 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 guys. We're very excited to have you. And our show, basically, <laughs> we like to focus on go-getters in the journey. Because all the time we celebrate people once they made it to the top but no one really talks about the trials the tribulations the laughs the heartaches that happen in between the process so that's what this show is about and we're very exactly so we're very excited to have you so um we're just going to kick it off now with our first question which my computer's loading up (laughs) i just want to ask you guys what's your why and what i mean by why is what drives you because we all have that day where we wake up and we're like shit I got to do this, this, that, laundry, still look good, smell good, show up with a good attitude. What keeps you going? Anyone can answer. All right, so I guess I'll tackle this one. I'm Alfonso. Uh, We pretty much, uh, our why for us getting up every day to do Tomo is pretty much just to put our respective areas on the map. Uh, Like 98% of the companies from CMEC, New Jersey, uh, Matthew actually from Patterson, so we don't want to leave them out. But uh, we actually just want to put New Jersey back on the map. There's a lot of people that are doing a lot of positive things in New Jersey, and um, we just feel like there's not too much being done after after the fact of success. So we would actually just like to pretty much foundate everything that we're doing towards where we're from. So if we could open up like a boys and girls club in Patterson or something within Teaneck, New Jersey. Or even bigger dreams, such as like hopefully one day uh, a New Jersey team brings something back to New Jersey. Mm. But um, essentially, we just want to put New Jersey on the map 
and for something that's not respectfully done all the time. So we don't really see too many tech companies or anything within tech being done in New Jersey. So we're just trying to change the house a little bit. I like it. Now, that's what fun. was the yeah. aha moment when you were like, the way we're going to put Jersey back on the map is through this app? Like, where did that take place? What was going on? Were you guys playing basketball together? Were you just shooting the shit? Like, how did it come together? How did you say this is this is going to uh, be the way? All right. So, basically, we all play, like, a really major role. So, uh, me and Matthew already have another uh, startup company that we're pretty much doing to fun, like, everything that we're doing right now. Okay. So, we spend a lot of time together. So, he's always doing, like, ideas at me. And uh, pretty much from there, he explained uh, Tomo or like the, the original concept of Tomo to me one day as far as um, like connecting with like a girl at like a nightclub or a bar or something. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many other variables going on within the bar or nightclub, so such as like music, um, just attention span. So you can't really do things that is too time consuming within the club because people are just trying to have fun. So um, pretty much from there, he was like, what if you could add a girl to uh, social media with just a scan? And instead of just getting, like, her Twitter or her Instagram, what if you could get her whole social media footprint? And mm. uh, pretty much from there, that's, like, what we transcended into what we're now calling Tomo. And uh, I actually called Frank because Frank is in, uh, a mathematics and engineering degree major out of Rutgers. And he has a lot of experience with tech. And uh, we're, we're just close um, back in the day. So I honestly just reached out to him. And he thought it was, like, a great idea from Jump. And uh, we had somebody, like, fly out here from, like, California that was working for, like, Sony and Apple at the time. Nice. Um, who happens to be, like, my older brother, my oldest brother. And uh, he gave us, like, the green light of that this would be a great idea. So after that, we held, like, two focus groups with like between 20 to 40 people and like every single person was just like, yeah, this is a great idea. We think you guys should do it. I would definitely use it and support it. So uh, from there, that was just like the ultimate green light for us to get everything going. Yeah, to, to build off what Alfonso was saying is, you know, from, from my perspective and my, my uh, point of view, he gave me a call and he, he didn't even have to go too, too deep into the idea and that was really the aha moment for me where I knew it was pretty much drop whatever I was working on and, and really put my focus into this startup because this is something that can really uh, change the world. And it really is something that, that, that's needed. It, there's a real void. Um, it's, it's a real solution. Right. So, you know, understanding where, where these guys are coming from, uh, being successful entrepreneurs, uh, you know, teaming it up with my background as well, you know, it was almost like a match made in heaven and, and everything clicked. You know, it was, that, it was literally that moment where it just clicked. Yeah, no egos, uh, none of that. Just pretty much everybody working hard. So. And we all do everything, like, differently. Like, uh, Matthew is, like, a marketing engineer. Um, I write content, and Frank is the tech guy. So we pretty much just put all that stuff together, and we have a pretty good team. That's what's up. That's good. I like to hear that. I like it. I like that a lot. And I do want to introduce you to my co-host. His name is Fabian Gomez. So he may be jumping in and asking some questions here and there. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, we want to congratulate ah, you guys, okay, too, no on your award at the Tech Conference. 
Yeah, especially you guys playing Jersey. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. We, we really appreciate it. We didn't even, well, I didn't think that we were going to win. Frank thought we were going to win. And uh, we were just pretty much doing our due diligence of trying to get popular within, like, the New Jersey tech scene. And uh, there were, like, a lot of companies that were there that they have been funded with millions of dollars, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're well past the million dollars of funding. Uh, there's no secret about it. We're still free revenue. We haven't received any funding other than what the three of us are, are uh, putting into Tomo like every single month. Yeah. And uh, pretty much from there, we, we've just been getting like pretty popular within New Jersey. So we thought we had a good shot. And uh, we've been talking to somebody that was about to give us like a free office, one of the, the largest and most like major investors within uh New Jersey right now. They were just on like CNN and like a whole bunch of stuff. So we were trying to pitch our idea to him, and he actually was telling us like, "Yeah, we think it's a great idea." So that's how we got our second office. And while he was explaining that, he was just like, "Don't be discouraged if you don't win, right? Because it's not all about winning these awards. It's about just the process and keeping things moving." And we were just pretty much telling him like, "Yeah, that's the exact reason of why we're here." And, like, ironically, in the background, you just hear, like, and the people chose the world, just the Tomo. It was, like, 600 people there. So it was a pretty exciting feeling. Everybody was clapping. And <laughs> just a whole bunch of, like, investors and other tech companies were, like, reaching out, handing out business cards. So it was definitely a great feeling. And we were the only people in, like, sweatpants there. Everybody else <laughs> had a suit on. So we thought that was pretty cool. That's too. what's up. Y'all came in sweatpants. It's funny that you say that because it's I follow each one of you on social media individually and i followed you for individual reasons and it had nothing to do with tomo and that's why i love your whole crew because i feel as if you wear many hats and you stay relatable while at the time doing something extraordinary if you get what i'm saying so your ordinary dudes that i can relate to you know what i'm saying definitely maddie i was attracted to on a very superficial level i just liked his swag so i was like oh this guy's cool let me follow him and he's beard gang right so then (laughs) you had alfonso which everyone was bigging him up on twitter and i'm following i'm like i like this dude he's just you know he he's with different groups of people who have it's just very cool like and he's relatable he seems genuine and you just look at him just like honest guy just like I want to hang out with him, too. So I just follow him. And I just think it's so interesting that they wear all these hats. And they're definitely, they stay in front of you. For all everything they're doing, they stay right in front of you. I think you guys are doing a great job in marketing and just staying in front of the people. And just always letting them know what's going on with whether it's Tomo or any of your other projects. Um, uh, thank you. Thank so I, I appreciate that. And it's inspiring to the regular person who's like, I still have a nine to five. I still got to figure yeah. it out. But you know that there's, you know, some sleepless nights and there's some yeah. Wi-Fi, coffee and ambition because those yeah. are the three elements that you really need to get shit done. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Now, question Definitely. for those people who are listening, because I think everyone in their mind is like, man, I got a cool idea for an app or this, that and the third. But they may not be tech savvy. You know, even I have a a background in IT, but I don't necessarily feel I have the knowledge to necessarily start an app. So do you guys have technology backgrounds or was it just like you found the experts? Like what's the strategy for the person who's just like, I think I can do this, but how do I even start? Where do I start? Who do I call? You know? Um, I just think it pretty much is uh, self-doubt between like minorities. Like if you're black and Hispanic, you just automatically assume 
can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, not a secret or anything like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Great. People would rather become rappers. People would rather do a million other things and make that. So, um, after we were just dealing with our other company, we wanted to actually do something where that had, like, really high potential because, like we said, we wanted to do something for where we're from. So, as great as that for model is, uh, we don't make enough money that we could actually help our respective hometown. Mm-hmm. So, uh, essentially, you see all these tech companies every single day. LinkedIn just got acquired. Yes, I saw that. Billion. Yesterday, now, yeah. That was only for 30% of the company. Mm. So, the average person would think that that LinkedIn just got bought. So, they just got bought for $26 billion. But realistically, only a piece of their company got bought for $26 billion. So that just goes to show like how much potential there is in tech startups and uh, if we could ever be blessed to, you know, get something that fortunate, it would allow us to open up the big office, uh, hire the people that we're cool with and actually show them about tech because as much as we think we're not on tech, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on SoundCloud, we're on all these apps every single day. So how necessarily aren't aren't we tech? You know what I mean. So that's all it really was. It's just self doubt. And then after we realized it, we started coming up with concepts. And you know, my boy Matt, like he created the original concept of Tomo, and he'll be the first to tell you that he doesn't really consider himself a techie, but he came up with an idea that we're running with right now. You know, right. so that just goes to show that anyone can do it. Yeah, and it's really it's really about teamwork, you know, and it's not really about the individual. So for anybody that feels that they can do it, it's not it's never an individual effort. It's always a team effort. Uh, you know, it's it's really everyone giving a hundred percent. It's not just one person. Because it's in order to be successful, you can never do anything individually. Right. You have to have a team. Even the people that you see that are shining individually, there's somebody. Or a group of people behind them that are pushing them, and that's the exact same thing as tech. So don't feel discouraged at all just because you, you, you know, you have an idea and you don't necessarily have a tech background. You know, just start asking questions. You never know who you're going to meet. Right. You know, if you ask, if you ask any of us 10 years ago, did we think that we were going to make a startup together? I'm pretty sure all three of us would tell you no. <laughs> but 10 years later, you know, we're creating and, and building a company that has the potential be very, 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 very special. Yeah, absolutely. Facto, Frankie, tell him. Now, was there ever a time when you thought Tomo wasn't going to happen? Was there a moment where it was like, oh, man, you know, and how'd you overcome that negativity or overcome that obstacle? Was there ever just something that was in your way that you were like, look, I don't even know how we're going to do this? Um just pretty much, like, after you get more in depth with, like, tech, after reading, like, a few books, watching movies, and just learning more, you realize that every single company feels like that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? so at the end of the day, you're always going to feel like something's not going good. Even if you have a regular job, there's days that you feel like you got the best job ever, and then there's days that you feel like you don't want to work there. So right. That's the same thing that you experience with entrepreneurs, so is a hundred times worse because uh, when you're an entrepreneur and things aren't going well, you just want to say effort and uh, scrap scrap whatever idea you had going. But the only reason that people become successful is because they don't give up. So basically, we all just uh, we all made like an agreement to each other that 
were definitely I mean, not giving up on this. And uh, believe it or not, once we released, we actually got so many users that investors and people have came out to us. We've already been offered a lot of money for 17% of our company, but we're not selling or anything like that. So, oh, that's right. Um, that just pretty much gave us the confidence that we have right now. And um, that just lets us know, especially with all the people that were in tune with behind the scenes that people have no idea that we're even close with. Yeah. So they're basically just helping us get all our ducks in a row. So by the time that we release, um, it won't be like a secret anymore of like what we were trying to do. That's what's up. That's what's up. So how long you guys know each other for? Uh, uh, uh. He said, how, known, how long uh, have you guys uh, known each other? Yeah, I'm just curious. <laughs> Huh? I'm sorry, I didn't. They can't hear you, Fabian. Oh, how long? How long have you guys known each other? Couple years, how long man. Right? How long yeah. we known each other? Oh yeah, we've known each other. Well, I've known Matt for I don't know, man. It's been a while now, probably since like for like ten years now, possibly okay, maybe around okay. like oh six or seven. And uh, Frank. I honestly grew up with Frank, so I can honestly say that like, I've been around Frank since, I don't know, man, elementary school or something like that. So yeah. Oh, okay. We've been around each other for a long time, and oh, believe it or not, great. like, I got to catch up with Matt because we've had a, another company for the past two years, so we spend fucking hella time together. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? So yeah. we've just been uh, pretty much building and... Everything that we do, we include each other on it. So that's just how we rocking right now. So let me ask you guys' opinion, right? So um, maybe two episodes ago on Wi-Fi Coffee and Ambition, we were talking about Nas and how he is a venture capitalist, and um, he's really picky about who he chooses to work with based upon what they believe in, right? So you guys talk a lot about team. And how important is it to you that your teammate is aligned with you in the way you think? Like, how important when choosing a teammate is it that they're aligned in more than just business, if you get what I'm saying? So, you know, for example. I mean, that's just, oh. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, that's really that's really the most important thing. If, if there's no unity within the team, then, you know, it's really not going to be successful. Ultimately, right. you need people that are going to give you the same effort that you're going to that you're gonna get. They got to be just as passionate about the project as you're, uh, as you're passionate about it. You know, it's, it's got to be everyone across the board is all hands on deck. If, if you don't have that kind of effort, then you're never necessarily gonna be successful. Mm-hmm. And you all got to find something different to do because you don't want competition within the team. So everybody has to have like an established and like an elaborate um, detail of what they need to be doing because that way you can cover more ground instead of everybody just doing the same thing with each other. And, uh, yeah, just pretty much from there, man, we, we're probably like 12 deep now. We got like three different departments. We got like business dev, which is like uh, business development, me, Frank, and, um, Matt. Then we got the UI team, UX, which, uh, UI, UX for people that are not tech savvy. That's like the user interface, like what the actual app looks like. So um, we have uh, two other guys, Hawk and Adam, that are leading the way with the design factor. And we just got like four or five bright uh, engineers that are the Tomo dev team. So all three departments 
are pretty much coming together. We also have like a social media strategist, her name is Marion. Yeah. Uh, we got PR, her name's like Zavinia. She's in Hollywood right now. So we're just all over the place. Everybody's doing something different because it all adds up. And um, eventually, once we get to the point where we accept funding, everybody's going to have a full-time job. So we're just trying to build it up to a point where we could get enough money where everybody's in a good financial position because from that way, people are going to work better. You know what I mean? Of course. As of right now, me, me, Matt, and Frank are funding everything. So we're footing a pretty big bill for a large team right now. So we're just trying to make it happen as soon as possible and as efficient as possible without waste, without us wasting money because the less money you waste, that shows the more value in your company, essentially. Yes. So we just have to keep trying to figure it out. Well, shout out to the whole Tomo squad. What's next for you guys? What's coming up? Where can we find you? Where can we stalk you? What events? <laughs> Let the listeners know. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday, right? So, yeah, we we got an event tomorrow in okay. uh, T-Neck on uh, what is the block is that Queen Anne Avenue event space? I yeah, Queen Anne, Queen Anne Road. Yeah, the, yep. the event, Avenue Queen event Queen and that's from seven to nine p.m. It's uh, free drinks, free entry, free everything. Uh, come out and try to figure out how to be your own boss, create your own company. We're gonna give you a couple of like our secrets that we went through and things that we're experiencing okay. right now that could potentially help you with your own thing because people always want to start a business. They feel like running a business is the easiest thing in the world, but Definitely the hardest not. thing is actually getting started. So we're just trying to help give out some gems and just connect with people that may potentially have their own good ideas that we may want to partner with, you know? So I like um, we don't have like any, we don't see ourselves in any way. We, we're just trying to connect with everybody. So. That's pretty much what we got going on. Other than that, our crazy developer team that we just talked about, they're building the, the new Tomo. So everybody's pretty excited about what we got going on with Tomo right now. But believe it or not, the real Tomo is going to drop before this year uh, ends. And it's going to be very different from what people have been um, accustomed to within the current version. So. That's going to be exciting. It's going to have a social feed, a timeline. Uh, we just finally partnered with like a TV company. So there should be a couple of cool things that are going to be in the new Tomo that we think everybody's going to uh, pretty much hopefully fall in love with. Nice. All right. So listen, I'm on Tomo, right? So will I need to download a new app and everything when you say the new Tomo or I'm going to log in and the interface will just be different? No, it's the same app. It's just an update. Oh, just an update. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. You'll get a notification of updating Tomo, and then from there you'll be able to um, send messages to your friends. You can send a direct message. You can do a live chat. Uh, we're going to have some cool things that you could actually create on your pictures, which is going to be uh, not similar to Snapchat, but you'll be able to create a very uh, entertaining picture. So <laughs> hopefully we can get like a Tomo challenge going to see who could Ooh. create the most crazy picture or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we have releasing. We, we're we just waiting for this big release date. That's why if you've ever seen, like, these new T-shirts that people are wearing with that B on it. Yeah. We're just um, pretty much just spreading I'm out the new logo to get people um, used to it. And we're actually going to give one screenshot of what our sign-up screen is going to look like tomorrow for the new app. So okay. if you're actually in the building, you'll be able to 
get an idea of what the new Tomo is going to look like. Cool. Well, don't tell anybody, nice. but I'm definitely going to fake an illness, get out of work early, and <laughs> make sure to be there. Feel a stomach virus coming on. What time? Uh, sorry, 7 to 9, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 7 to 9. 7 to 9. Thursday. Fabian will be in the house as well. So you got two people definitely attending in addition to your guest list. But we thank you so Thanks, much man. for uh, thank participating. Thank you for your yeah, man, we're, we're really excited. Thank you very much for having us on here, and uh, hopefully we can be on it again. For sure, because I know you guys got some other projects going on. You were very modest today, and I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, were you <laughs> very you gotta, modest? You got to keep everybody guessing. You got to keep everybody guessing. <laughs> Yeah, always, yeah, you got to stay humble. That's the sheet of success. I know, that's right. But no, thank you so much. I think you gave a lot of our listeners something to think about. Everything from, you know, what it takes to get started to what to deal with with the negativity when it comes. Um, yeah, I, I just really thank the whole staff at Tomo. And I know you guys got good vibes coming because you're good people. So you just like attracts like. And I, I know it's going to happen for you. So Wi-Fi Coffee and Ambition is definitely with the movement. All right. Thank you. Really, really, really appreciate it. It's worth. So have a good uh, evening. Yeah, thank you for everything, man. We really appreciate it. Show you so well. Get that next song from the motto. It's all the way up. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> have a good night. All right. Good night. Congratulations, one too. So that's the staff at Tomo. Big ups to them, man. Tomo. Tomo. I love the idea of just doing something different. First of all, bringing jurors back. <laughs> Because it's like we're forgotten about, right? Uh, and then on top really, of that, not, really. not forgotten about. about, but think about it. In hip-hop, what are we doing? We and hip-hop Fetty. is we the culture. Drives all culture. We got Fetty. Okay. We Who got else? Fetty. Yeah, Fetty is, I was in Puerto Rico. And Fetty? everybody. Yeah. They had many Fetty versions of Fetty songs in Spanish. Yeah, Fetty, I, he's international, I think. Now. He is, he is. But he's one guy. Hey. We need more. There was a time when we were running things. You had OPP was out. Okay. You had Eric Sermon. Okay. You had Red Man. Okay. We were running things. And we still we are. Yeah, bring Jersey back. And we still are. I know, but we got to put us back on the map the way we should be. We right there. They stole our basketball teams. <laughs> Nobody played. You know what I'm saying? It's just whack. Yeah, I got the football team. But though. no, big up to Tomo. I'm very, very excited about all the new changes on the app. And the, the team is just awesome. They're a good group of guys that you can tell they it's bigger than themselves. Yeah. And that whole idea of no ego just goes along with everything Wi-Fi, Coffee, and Ambition is about. And just making sure that you stay relatable. And that's how you stay relevant. You get too far from the people, and you can't, you're not producing things that yeah. are useful to them. You don't really see a lot of tech companies in Jersey. Right. You, mostly they're on San Francisco or something like that. And like you said, not, not a lot of minorities in tech. Exactly. I wish I got to ask them about great. females in tech. Oh, that's right. I wanted to get that's into that. Right. But no yeah, worries. I'll see them tomorrow. Up. I'll get to asking the show. So listen, guys. Wi-Fi, Coffee, and Ambition. Listen in next week. We got a good guest for you. I don't want to. What is it? Let the cat out the bag? Yeah. I don't want to let the cat, cat out, out the bag. bag. But if so you want to see term. me and you want to see <laughs> Fabian and do more than just hear our voices on this podcast, we will be tomorrow at Avenue Event Space at the Entrepreneur Event with the folks over at Tomo. So anything, any last words for the people? Uh, listen to my podcast. Listen to your podcast. Uh, tell us about when we'll it's be, airing. Uh, we'll How do we find a, you? You can find me on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Fabian, M-N-D-S. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, or you could just type in who the fuck is this? Do we spell the word F U C K? Spell the word. Okay, F-U-C-K. spell the word, people. Spell it. It will pop up. He's on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Like we say every week, if the promise is clear, folks, the price is easy. Hey, Wi-Fi, coffee, and like We're out. Mm. Come on, go to Starbucks now. <laughs> <laughs> Man.